Scar Peter. Film twits. Ding. Ready, here we go. Okay. 22 movies, $14 billion in total box office revenue, 16 Academy Awards, 9 Golden Globes, 11 Grammys. Pixar is a powerhouse in Hollywood. I forgot what line I wanted to use there. Oh, I thought you were talking about Marvel. (laughs) Pixar started in 1979 as a division of Lucasfilm, and then in 1986... Thanks to the financial help of Steve Jobs, they became an independent company called Pixar. Uh, for the next few years, they did specific scenes in movies, computer animated commercials, and then, of course, in 95... 95? Yes. 1995, they came out with their first full-length feature film, Toy Story, which was the world's first computer animated full-length film. This week, Pixar has a new movie coming out called Onward, and uh, we thought it would be a good time to discuss our favorite movies from Pixar over the years. So, kick it off. Who wants to kick it off? Did you say... Yeah, you didn't introduce us at all. Did you say it was their first? say it was filmed. It was the first fully full-length animated movie? Mm -hmm. So not like... Snow White back in the 1920s. No, no, no. Like computer 3D, animated. Computer ah, animated. Computer animated. Yeah, yeah. What did I say? A, wasn't there a movie years and years and years ago? Final Fantasy. The movie. That was after, though. That was like 2000 really? something. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I forgot one important fact, though. I didn't know that. I was in high school when that came out. That was 2004 or 5. That's some shenanigans right there. I, I forgot one that. important fact. What was the one important fact that you forgot? We are the film twits. Film twits. My Ding. name is Brandon, and I'm the uh, forgetful host. Brand. Yeah, that's oh. true. According to the previous episode, this is a very special episode. Very special. I am so excited because not only do we have our uh, friend Caleb. Sorry, yes. I was going to come up with some. Hello, love Caleb that here. Caleb guy. I am here. But and ready for Pixar. We also have our old buddy that we miss so dearly. Yes, David. Almost said your last name. Are we doing last name? David Michael Castleman. The Brit is back in town. <laughs> we are very excited to have Dave back. In my mind, there are thousands of people listening to the podcast going, "Yes, he's back." In my mind, <laughs> not not right now, but like three months from now, when we're when you actually when post this, three they months. Go ba- no, 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 no. no. Oh, oh, okay. Once we've have we've acquired new listeners, and they go back and they listen to our old episodes to oh, see, yeah, for sure. you know, where we right. came from. They check our where back catalog, <laughs> follow our lore, our back catalog. Get deep into our can. Episode one. What's your opinion on everything? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and whatever it is, it's wrong. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. But yes, we have Dave back, and we're going to discuss 
Cartoons! Yay! I like cartoons. Yeah, some. Well, let me ask you a question. What's your favorite computer animated cartoon movie from Pixar? That's a really tough one to answer. What's your least favorite? Coco. I liked Coco. What? No, I liked Coco, Coco a lot. You don't like Coco? No, I did not. What? Wow. I know. Isn't didn't they wow. do one like, three Didn't they me. do one like planes or something like that? Which was like a rebel cars, um, but in the end. That was a direct to DVD thing. <clears throat> was that? But was it Pixar? Was that them? I don't think that I was them. Know. It might have just been Disney. I don't, I don't know. know. That's a good question. Yeah. I can't think of any really bad ones. Cars um, two is pretty horrible. Which what happens in that one? They lost their way well, in Cars It's like is that the Mater one? becomes a spy? They something? do Oh my good lord, yes. Yeah, so oh, that one was awful. Yeah, he went on his world tour, which was part of the problem because they most of the heart of the first movie was Radiator Springs and all the characters yeah, there. Right. And then they left all of that behind for most of the movie. Basically just to do a whole bunch of car puns. Yeah, that yeah. was like the whole movie. The third one was good though. The second problem. I with Cars 2 was the fact that they made Mater a main character. He is good. Characters like him he was the are main good character. as, um, you know, the That's what the problem comedy. was, He's is that he side was character. the main character. Right. Um, um, but either way, uh, that wasn't my favorite, nor the worst. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm having a hard time thinking of any really bad ones. You'd have to give me a lead. You should have had 22 movies. I can name like four. Planes was a Disney movie. Oh, that's okay. what well, I here. Yeah, oh, you look hey, through you that list, list while Caleb gives us his answer because he came prepared. So, so Jeez, my, Dave, it's like you my done favorite this Disney movie is Toy Story Two. Wow, Ratatouille was was um, Pixar. That's an amazing movie. And I have a lot to say about Toy Story Two. Um, so, oh, Finding Dory. There you go. Hated it. It's just some <laughs> things that I I wanted to say. First off. As I was watching Toy Story 2, it uh, came to my realization that these films, um, the Toy Story films, are about abandonment and specifically how the toys are a um, metaphor for both children and adults. And I'll explain what I'm talking about. So, in the metaphor of the toys being children to Andy's adult, they're very um, loyal. They're very, um, uh, I'm without, uh, with the loss of a better word, clingy, sort of. Um, their whole existence is based on, you know, pleasing the the master or the kid quote unquote mm -hmm. and that's kind of how kids are you know um for a number of years at least they want to please their parents they want to not my kids you know <laughs> well you know um <laughs> they they want to have that love and affection and um they're also like adults because as the kids grow up they lose interest in them and they start to hmm. um, metaphorically put the parents on the shelf. Like they're saying, I don't need you anymore. I'm putting you on the shelf. Um, and you have to sort of figure out what to do 
with the rest of your existence. You know what I'm saying? Um, like in particular in this film with Woody and how, you know, he had the opportunity when it was presented to him to go and be in a museum in Japan for, you know, however many years and he would be behind a glass case and he would have kids and people walk by and, and see him and, and, you know, he would get to see admiration and love, but he wouldn't get to feel admiration and love. Mm. Whereas if he does what he did in the movie and leaves and goes back to Andy and, you know, in the sequels, Molly or Bonnie, I mean, then he does get to receive that love and that affection. Spoilers. Yes. <laughs> As most film twits episodes, we will be <laughs> heavily, heavily spoilers for whatever movie from we're movies talking from, about. from years ago. And as in most every film twits episode, we're like 15 minutes in when we remember to warn you about spoilers. Exactly. Um, so I'm just going to go through some of the um, the notes I have here on the movie. Um, lots of Star Wars sound effects in the beginning. <laughs> Um, the lightsabers, um, Darth Vader's breathing. Um, there was about three or four I noticed and I was like, that's kind of funny because Disney didn't own that's <laughs> Star right. Wars at the time. This was 1999. They didn't even own so, Pixar yet. Yeah. So it's kind of funny how Lucasfilm allowed them to, cause it's the actual sound effects. Like it's not like some some bobo sound effect oh i guess like that's why because they i mean they started with lucasfilm so i guess that relationship gave them yeah. access to sound effects yeah it could be um i thought the reveal of that whole opening being a video game was really priceless and really mm -hmm. um was was a nice note to begin on i liked i did notice though that rex goes crazy about the tv commercial being on when owl's toy barn comes on but he was playing a video game for who knows how long. Did he not think that Andy or his mom would hear that? Like, that just kind of huh. seemed off to me. Um, Buster plus Woody, Buster the, the dog, and and Woody, like the, the little, not, not oh, Slinky, man. but like the actual yeah, dog. Yeah, I didn't even remember his name. Adorable Overload. I loved him, them so much. Kids are really fickle when it comes to their toys. Um, that just reminded me of it watching the the movie. When um, something new comes by, it's just like, get rid of it, you know? Um, and I think to a certain degree, even as you grow up as a human, like you're the same way. Like, I mean, how many people, the minute a new iPhone comes out, it's like, yeah. well, this is, this is trash. <laughs> Let me get the brand new iPhone. Yes, Dave, I'm talking to you. I see you looking at me. My iPhone is like five years old now. Well, then why are you looking at me like that? I'm not done calling I'm you Because I'm defending out. myself. I'm an iPhone you're, holder. Oh, you're not, <laughs> Mine's old. You're not normal people. I am not normal people. Um, I have failed to <clears throat> drop mine on the floor thus far, so it's rocking and rolling. Quite, Back to the movies, Brandon. Yeah. Sorry. Gee. Quite honestly, the jokes have aged very well and are not um, concurrent with modern trends, modern being 1999 and um other things of the sort like it's it's a very um timeless sort of movie it feels like because it feels like it could happen at any time especially because they delve into sort of the 
how it was back in the 50s and 60s between westerns and once the once we went to the moon like mm. the sort of space uh toys and that's when star wars and 2001 and all that stuff was popular and it's portrayed very well in the movie by them showing woody all of his nostalgic history um and thinking about uh the scenes we saw in the first toy story where they showed kind of how that progression of how society changed in their wants from westerns and cowboy movies to the the more spacefaring stuff something that i i i have an issue with with toy story 4 compared to this movie i haven't seen 4 yet okay well i'll i'll hold myself then. <laughs> i don't think you should i think you should go ahead it's been out long enough brandon that it's is your it a, fault is it a big spoiler well it's kind of like just a character thing um i don't i don't have to talk about it i, I have a lot of stuff to say so it's it's fine this movie, <clears throat> this movie brought up a lot of existential questions for me. Um, like, what do toys do after they lose their previous owner? There's no way that Woody was only owned by Andy his entire existence. Like, mm-hmm. I was thinking about that when when uh, Jesse and Stinky Pete were showing him all of the like the episodes of the the Woody's Roundup. I was like, okay, but. Like, does does he just forget, like, his previous owners? Like, once you have a new owner, do you just, like, you just forget about your whole existence before that? Hmm. That was pretty weird. That is a very weird thing to think about. Um, let's see. I really liked the, um... Oh, this was another weird one. <laughs> Bullseye Licking the Fingers... Of of Al when he's got the Cheeto dust on it. I can understand that. And Woody smelling his burp. Ugh. Does that mean that these toys, when they come to life, have working innards? Lots of existential questions with this film. Now, are you pulling this off of the internet or is it? No, I was thinking about this when <laughs> I was watching it. I was why? like, why? How it's does a Woody? Cartoon. How does Woody smell the burp? Does like, and matter? he makes like a physical face. Like he's like. <laughs> because it's, like it's funny. Like, what? That's I, I as know. Far as I the know. When it's I, not I, trying to I tell know, you anything about your life. I, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I just it's it that popped in my head this time when I was watching it. I was like, how does how does he have a tongue if he's like a horse, like like a a doll horse? I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, um, this film has some really clever transitions, <laughs> like um. Like when, um, uh, man, the one I'm thinking of isn't as clever. Oh, okay. So when Woody, sorry, no, when Buzz and, um, the, the other toys are on trying to save Woody, Buzz starts giving this really like patriotic speech and the American flag shows up behind him. And then he (laughs) says, let's go. And he walks off stage and then it becomes the old, like at 12 o'clock at night, how they would have yeah, the American yeah. flag play and say, and that's the end of our daily broadcast or whatever, and shut off. And I was like, that's really clever. I like that. Um, the traffic cone scene is a really great example mm-hmm. of physical comedy and sight gags. Um, the pipe looks closer to smashing potato head than it actually is. It's all a part of perspective. And for that whole like two second or 
like 30 seconds you think it's going to crush him and then you can tell that the pipe is like out of reach completely i loved that um the sense of that part when they're crossing the road when they're crossing the road and the giant pipe is coming down they cause a crash um the sense of scale in the film is quite impressive actually the toys always feel like they're naturally inhabiting their world and never overtaking it um i thought this was especially well done in owl's toy barn when they're actually in the store and um and the airport too um and the end credits with the bug's life oh yeah that's right yeah that was awesome Oh, that's something I'll, I'll bring up in a little bit. Um, <clears throat> the uh, let's see here, tour guide Barbie is terrifying. Um, I don't, I don't know if there was <laughs> something wrong with her animation, but just like her face that she makes, like while she's narrating in the car with them, it was it was really off-putting to me. Um, this time, I think I dated her. <laughs> tour guide Barbie. <laughs> tour was, guide. Barbie. She was certainly a lot like that. She was narrated by um, uh, Benson, who was uh, Ariel's uh, voice actor. In oh, the Little yeah, Mermaid. I did date her then. Ashley oh, really? Benson I'm just I have no idea. Um, I really thought that Jesse's backstory is really emotional and sad, and it makes a lot of sense to her actions in the film and her character. Um, she makes a, a sort of weird note, though. She says that when you have the kid and you like you feel alive is what she said and i was like but you are alive like y'all are walking around and whatever like not breathing i guess if maybe, you don't have innards but maybe when you have a kid owner that's when you feel like you have like you're a human maybe senses of smell and oh, gag okay. reflexes perhaps maybe. it's the difference between living and being alive yeah <gasps> maybe yeah deep dave just blew our minds <laughs> that's it um wow. buzz is truly the comedy gold of this film um both of them the one that they meet in the store and you know our buzz Lightyear. um it's got a lot of funny puns um speaking of buzz one of the best moments in the whole film that i always die when i see it is when rex knocks zerg off of the elevator and he falls and he's like i defeated zerg and Buzz just looks down. He's like, "Father," because that's when, that's when you know Zerg said that he was his father. Anyways, thanks, Star Wars thanks guys. Star Wars. Um, cool. Spoilers. Pizza Planet and and Little Green Men callback. I liked that. That was cool. Um, let's see. Uh, I did notice that Woody's arm got fixed after the um, prospector cut it in the airport, so that they could have the the end finale where they're trying to get to the plane and it not bother him. But once they needed it to, when uh, he had to pull Jesse off of the thing, then it showed that he was ripped again. I was like, well, that's okay then. Hmm. Um, Did did any of it happen or was it all a figment of the toy's imagination? Maybe it was. As they sat on a shelf. To call back to your point, Dave, I really enjoyed the end credits with the bloopers because it made it feel more realistic, like this was a live-action film with toys rather than an animated children's movie. Like, with them actually, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, it, it felt more natural, so... You missed the best bit of the whole movie. <laughs> What's that? Wheezy! 
Wheezy's fine. Wheezy's amazing. Wheezy's okay. Do you know what I'm talking about, fine. Brandon? Yes, the little penguin. Yeah, with the wheeze. Yeah, and then he gets his speaker <laughs> so back sorry. and he's like Frank Sinatra. That's and it. he's yeah, he's Frank Sinatra after that. And then in the end credits, he he swallows his speaker again. That's that's the funniest <laughs> part of the bloopers is that microphone keeps smacking yeah. him all over the place. I'm and so then sorry. he's like, it's my I'm so fault. sorry, Mr. Microphone. That's my um, fault. But Toy Story 2, it it does everything right, as far as I can tell, except for some small criticisms which I laid out. Which you wouldn't even notice if you're not being critical of it. Um, it. It takes everything that the first film set up and it just builds on it and makes it even better. Um, and it's just, it's a really fantastic sequel. Like, as far as sequels go, I'd say it's one of the better ones um, in all of movie existence. Hmm. So, anything you guys want to add about it? I've always considered it the least good of the first three, hmm. um, but I cannot tell you why. For See, some the, reason, even earlier when you told me you picked Toy Story 2. Well, I, the thing about my, it is with Toy Story 3, at least, I'm not going to talk about 4 since you haven't seen it, is that they recycle a lot of the ideas of Toy Story 2 in Toy Story 3. Hmm. Lotso is recycled from Stinky Pete. Um, they do basically the same, like a sight gag with Buzz, just like they did in this one, except they make him Spanish instead of have a different, like a right, a clone or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, a hmm. lot of the ideas That's are recycled, true. and I haven't seen, I haven't rewatched Toy Story three since it was in theaters. Um, which I, I need to, but just knowing those things, it makes me like it just a little less because two did it better and before and first. yeah huh. exactly interesting yeah but brandon what's your favorite pixar movie oh I've you didn't have anything to say all time 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 time, time. I've no got... i didn't have any i don't have anything to add to okay. Okay. what you said i didn't you didn't say anything that was like oh that's an egregious lie well um, i mean i didn't know if there sorry. was something that you thought of like while i was talking that yes yeah, you liked about it well wheezy that's true you yeah, brought wheezy up wheezy was amazing so, Brandon, what about you? I have two, and I cannot oh my gosh. pick one over the other. You have to. Bum, bum, That's bum, the rule. bum. Drum roll. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best. My two at the top of my list, list are Wally and Inside Out. Wally and Inside Out. Gosp. Out, out, out. I printed out a list of all of their movies earlier. All of the Pixar movies? To make sure that I wasn't forgetting something. And as I'm looking through the titles, you know, I would like, I'd have different reactions in my head. Some of them I'd go, oh, that was good. Like, Good Dinosaur, that was a good movie. Or, was um, it? No, I did not like Caleb that stole my list. But, um, <laughs> you know, Cars, oh, I really liked Cars. Or The Incredibles, I really liked The Incredibles. But the only, like the what, what was different as I'm looking through this list about Inside Out and Wally are I immediately when I see their title I immediately go back to when I was in the theater and the emotions that these movies gave me and I think that uh, that sets them apart for me from the rest of the Pixar movies Wally okay. just blew me away because I didn't really know anything about it going in mm-hmm. which for the 30th time that's the best way to watch a movie but um, 
You do say that a lot. It blew me away. There was like little to no dialogue for a very large chunk of the movie. It's all mm-hmm. visual storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful visuals. The music to go along with it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it was so, from beginning to end, it was so enjoyable. Uh, and then Inside Out is kind of um, obvious for the reasons it's emotional. Is um, and, and I don't know if it's more so for me because I'm a parent, but... Um, I don't know, it just, it, it gets you deep, and it's also just a really well-made movie, and I really enjoyed it. What gets you deep about it? Um, it just gets me uh, emotional inside and out. Gosh, <laughs> that was stupid. So that was sorry. really bad. That was yeah. so bad. <laughs> that was dumb. I'm sorry. Um, so which one are you going to talk about in depth? Ugh. For five scene, minutes. Scene for scene. No, I'm just kidding. That would, that would be awful, scene for scene. <laughs> Wally Open opens <laughs> with a musical number from Hello, Dolly, as you fly through space through a Ugh. cluster of old satellites as you move down to Earth, which is abandoned and barren. And Oh, you haven't seen it, Caleb. No, I haven't. You've not seen Wally? I've not seen Wally, no. Why are we even having this discussion right now? <laughs> it's okay. No wonder he picked I, I actually, Story. I actually, whoa, okay. I actually went through the, um, I, I read through what the movie's about, so it's a fine if you guys want to discuss it. Have you seen Inside Out at least? I have, I love okay, Inside good. Out. Inside Out is, from what I remember, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I remember it being really good. It was interesting because the first time watching Inside Out, I remember, like, at some point you start thinking, all right, the five emotions, they're all, they're very distinct characters. Mm -hmm. And you start thinking, man, this is really limiting for the storytellers. Like, how, you know, what's going to happen? And for spoilers, we, for we it to, you know, by the phone. end where the different emotions kind of learned how to work together and I guess share the emotions or whatever. Um, it's Emotions are much more complex than those five mm-hmm. main emotions. And I thought, man, what a really clever way to ha- handle, a, I don't know, a subject like that. Well, and they had to learn to work together, you know, mm-hmm. because... No, you're not always going to be a single emotion. Sometimes, a lot of times, actually, emotions work in tangent. Mm-hmm. You're happy about something, and then you, or or like in the movie, you have a memory that is happy but also sad mm-hmm. at the same time. And not only that, but um, you know, you don't have to. And this, like, as you're raising a child Mm -hmm. you don't want to teach them that happiness is the only good emotion anger is a bad emotion sadness is a bad emotion it's okay to feel different emotions Mm -hmm. sometimes yeah for sure but i do like the way that they portray the negative aspects of single emotions taking control Mm -hmm. Uh, when anger takes control he makes bad decisions oh yeah and he loses his mind Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You know, 
when um uh I'm trying to think of another when um shoot fear is that what it is the purple one fear yeah when, yeah when fear oh, fear when fear is yeah. in control he just he just he doesn't do anything he yeah. just seizes up me yeah. I like that well kind of like of sadness too yeah she just plops on the ground and she can't move <laughs> lifts up her leg <laughs> yeah I feel like that sometimes yeah that's how I put my daughter to bed last night she just lay on the floor and put her foot up in the air yeah and dragged her sometimes it's just the way you feel. But Plus, Joy is voiced by Amy Poehler, who was in Parks and Recreation. You can't really the lose main there. Character who is best friends with Ron Swanson, who is the best character of all time. So I can't disagree inside, with anything you're saying. Inside Out via the Kevin Bacon method wins. <laughs> <laughs> no, as much as I, I as much as I hate to agree with anybody. On anything, especially brand. Oh, brand. Well, disagree with me on Coco. I oh. did disagree with you on Coco, but it's not my favorite. Brandon doesn't oh. like Coco. I just don't think I love Coco. Hot Coco is really good as well as the movie Coco. Oh, Coco's great, um, and hot Coco as well. But yeah, I have to agree with Brandon that that <clears throat> it's a really difficult decision to choose between Wally and Inside Out as the best Pixar movies because they are both mm. so good. Um, now here's really interesting thought though, as far as best goes, they're only best at all period because I have kids. None of the movies that Pixar have put out as an adult, would I be like, I'm going to sit down and watch that. Really? I would agree with you on some of them, but not, not, not most of them. I enjoy them, but I'm not going to choose to go and sit down and watch Wally. Now, if I'm like, Hmm. Hey, you know, with my kids, I'm like, Let's watch a movie. Wally's a great choice. We both yeah. enjoy it. It's an amazing movie, but I'm not going to pick it for myself. Well, see, this is why you need to rewatch Hook. Because now you're a father and you'll appreciate it and you'll like it. <laughs> I mean, I would I would say... <laughs> you couldn't even say that with a straight face. I was laughing at your I, face. I would, say that, I would say for the most part that I agree with you as well, but there are some that... Like the Toy Story films, I would put those on as an adult and watch them. Um, and The Incredibles. The Incredibles, yeah. And Cars. Um, the and Brave. No, not Brave. And Bugs Life. I'm just running through the no, list. Bugs Life. I feel bad for a Bugs Life. You never hear people talk about a Bugs Life. It wasn't very I good. think it's because of its it age. And because it's just... It's, it's not... sandwiched right between the first two Toy Stories. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know. I'm going to go back a step real quick because Talk we talked we talked a lot about about uh, Toy Story, and I think we just paid lip service to to Inside Out and Wally. And we, and two but I of didn't us write notes those for we, those. Well, we don't need to. We can just talk about what we like about them. Like Wally, for example, you talked about the fact that there's almost no communication for yeah. the majority of the movie. I love how, but there is communication. You know, there's no verbal communication. There's no human beings involved. Yeah. These are robots, and it's. I always find it fascinating mm-hmm. and endearing when you can get something that should have no emotion to show mm. very real human emotion. Isn't that what made the original Lion King so much mm. better than the remake? Mm-hmm. Is the fact that they yeah. got emotion in the animation that you don't get in real life if they had used real robots 
it wouldn't have had the same emotion as the animated version of it. There's just yeah. something about the way they do it that is so good. And I and I love that about the movie, how you can feel very human emotions yeah. in something mm-hmm. that's completely inhuman. I, I want to interject for a moment with Please a do. personal theory. And uh, I, I don't know. I'm curious to hear you your thoughts and... Uh, whether or not this is wrong because Disney is the organization no um because you just made me realize i kind of doubt myself now i've Mm -hmm. always so i'm a car guy and the first cars movie also blew me away um partly just because of the visuals i love the opening scene on the racetrack uh it was one of the first blu-ray movies i had and um Mm. whether the kids were in the room or not i i could rewatch that uh scene um it always kind of bothered me that Cars, in my memory, Cars was like the first Pixar movie that got kind of mixed reviews. It didn't do as well as the movies before it. Cars 2, we've already talked about why that it's movie is not that good. Movie. But um, it's not that great. I always, yeah, but see, I really liked it. And I came up with a theory to make myself feel better because I needed a reason for why most people didn't feel like I did. Mm-hmm. And I came to the conclusion that it's because the cars as an object like they barely have a face mm-hmm. and they don't really have they're not that that animated their tires kind of move like arms but they're very limited in their emoting i guess and i feel like a lot of people didn't connect cuz again i'm a car guy so maybe that helped me connect with them where most people just didn't feel the same connection with these characters. But now with you talking about Wally, these are robots and yeah, they had, you know, different limbs and stuff versus a car, but um I wonder if that theory still holds water, you know, in yeah, comparison I don't know, with Wally. Because I think I think the 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 main reason that people think that Wally is a better film is because of the visual storytelling and that it's it's from what I've heard and from what I've read it's seamless um that you just see this you know exactly what's going on with both Wally and Eve you don't have to have them be dialoguing the whole time um Wally. you you know what I'm saying but also I don't think that cars was like I I a lot of people, here's the thing, the merchandise for cars is like over the top. Like there's so many cars merchandise out there. So I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that like they didn't emote enough or anything, at least for the kids, maybe for the parents who are actually like, and the adults that are writing the reviews. But I don't think it was too much of a problem. They should have kids write reviews for kid movies. I I mean I'd I'd be interested in seeing how that goes. Especially if the reviews or anything. Do you remember that uh um where the kids write the nativity scene? Where the kids write the nativity scene and the, the parents act it out. No the kids in the rating. You've seen it like twenty times. I don't remember. Alright, it's hilarious and fantastic. Because they say hilarious things like hmm. you know, looking down on the newborn baby Jesus, they turn around and be like 
that's the most beautiful baby I've ever seen. There it is. I said it. <laughs> you the, should share most, it to me so I can share it on Facebook. Okay. I will share it to you so you can share it on Facebook. You with on the, the film good twits. Englishes. On the film twits. Um Anyway, but the... Um, it would be hilarious when everybody logs in and they see this video so they know what I'm talking about. Um, if, yes, it would be hilarious if kids did <laughs> did movie reviews uh, like that. It would be hilarious. I'd be interested to see what it's like. Um, but I think that um, car, the cars in Cars talked, mm-hmm. which takes away... A little bit of that. They were more human than the robots were mm. in their abilities. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about, Quote you know, their unquote. tires moved a little bit, but they did all kinds of things like stuck their butts in the air and waved them around. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, leant to one side and used their tires to wave people on and stuff like that. They they were much more yeah. animated in a human way mm-hmm. than hmm. a car is. Um, whereas the robots in Wally were built in a humanoid form they had mm-hmm. arms necks yeah. pivoting heads and things like that yeah which, which which i just all of that's nonsense anyway it doesn't matter cars was not as good of a movie i don't think it was written as well yeah. um i didn't particularly care for lightning mcqueen the character i'm not a very big fan of arrogant people who have got to, <laughs> to get, overcome their arrogance like, i can wally see that. is wally is just an mm-hmm. underdog you know, yeah. he's a rusty old machine that's long and forgotten about. He doesn't have a skill set. He literally collects trash. Mm-hmm. He's the lowest of the low. And yet in comes this supermodel robot who's mm-hmm. also like Black Widow blowing holes in stuff and, and that kind of thing. And he's just like, oh, <laughs> he's like, he's, he's like, wow, you know, it's like, you know. Adam seeing Eve is the Straight first thing love. he sees. He's like, yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she has nothing to do with him. And you just, from like, from the very beginning is he's just going about his life, collecting trash all alone on this, this abandoned planet. And then going back to his little hovel that he's made and watching movies about humans dancing in better mm-hmm. times. It's a very human thing you get this this yeah. real human emotion of i'm all alone yeah but i long for community i long for acceptance i long for more mm-hmm. than there is and then you know fate brings him that opportunity yeah it's a wonderful movie it's such a wonderful movie you're making me want to watch it again we should watch it again let me say something about inside out before i forget okay because i've thought about yeah. it three times and forgotten about it three times so far oh no problem so you've got the main emotions mm-hmm what I don't understand is how Joy gets angry and sad and frustrated. These are all emotions. Yeah. It's so true. does Joy have a control center in her mind with emotions in her mind? And are those ones infinitesimally small emotions running around within each other? Is it inside an... outception? Inside Whoa. outception. Oh my gosh, Dave just blew my mind. It's like a Men in Black situation. That was, that was literally <laughs> the only thing about the whole movie that bothered me. And you know how I feel about people from Minnesota with that terrible accent. They didn't even have Minnesota accents in the movie. And you're, and you're getting okay on to me about my existential <laughs> questions. Where you're like, do emotions have emotions? But that was the only thing that bothered me about it, because they are supposed to be a emotion, and yet yeah, they display yeah. other emotions themselves. 
um, which was a little funny, but that's literally the only thing that I don't like about the movie. I, I love that movie and it makes me cry every single time I watch it without let's, fail. Every let's time. talk about the best scene in the whole movie. With, bing bong. Um, bing bong. Oh yep. my gosh. The hero, deep hero move of Bing Bong sacrificing yes. himself. It's so sad. That it's was so sad. that was a hard scene. That makes me cry. Let me ask you this. Did you guys have imaginary friends when you yes. were young? Yes, I did. They were real boys. I just imagined they were my friends. <laughs> <laughs> the kids down the That's street. That's a good one. Yeah, mine was named I don't Brian. think I did. No, I didn't. I mean, I had imaginary opponents when I was like play wrestling with oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But no, yeah. I didn't have an imaginary friend. Oh, did okay. you ever see Drop Dead Fred? Yes, I did. I didn't. Ah, that was. Did you like it? I vaguely remember it, and I vaguely remember thinking my mum better not catch me watching this because yeah. I don't think what she would approve for sure. But it is so hilarious because it's a movie about imaginary friends. Oh, Drop okay. Dead Fred is an imaginary friend. I gotcha. He's a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> he really is. He's a troublemaker. And it's such a funny Everything movie. that the kid does wrong, Drop Dead Fred did it. But of course, you know, in the eyes of the parents, obviously the girl did it and the, you know, imaginary Drop Dead Fred isn't real. Huh. Interesting. Who's your friend that likes to play? Bing bong. Bing bong. Oh man. Yeah, it was it was so a great good. scene. Um it was a great emotional capper to the um the buildup that the film had been been wanting you to have like mm -hmm. and from what i remember like the tone had been kind of like serious and comical like the whole way through kind of like going up and down like which one it was at and at that moment like they had to get across the the chasm or whatever yeah and yeah just him sacrificing himself so that she could get back to Riley, it was just yeah. Oh man, it was it was it was, it was really really good. And that's the the you know, the whole the finality of. I mean, you got to bear in mind this is this is a a half dolphin, half otter <laughs> kind of gumdrop <laughs> colored in thing, and it and it. But it's the power of emotion that got that is mm -hmm. in there, and you realize the finality of it because in that pit, yeah. She, Riley will never remember him again. Mm -hmm. She will never remember that she had an imaginary friend. No, it's just it's, well, being, gone, it's gone forever. That's that's what the whole thing. So is yeah. it's not just that he sacrificed himself, but he never existed. Basically, in 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 what he did, but he that's... did it because he loves the one who created it. Yeah, that's kind of the same way with each of the islands that keeps falling down. It's like that part of riley will never like she'll never be a goofball ever again she'll right. never have you know any of the other islands it's just like just coming to that realization it's like wow yeah you know but and what think, sprouts up from it yeah is so much stronger right right and and fresh you know and i i love it and, and again it's a daddy daughter thing again she goes off yeah. and i'm just like ball of mess every single time i watch that movie i'm like <laughs> don't run away from home don't do it to your yeah. daddy well and it's every it's time. also i think that's why people like inside out so much is because it's it resonates with them like toy story does mm. where it's like i want my toys back i don't want to you know it's like you have those same things where it's like wow i've i've really changed since i was a kid like my whole emotional spectrum has is like night and day you know 
And I think that's why one of the reasons why that movie resonates with people so much like Toy Story does. I wonder, you know? at the end of Toy Story 3, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. You know, like when um, Andy is playing with Bonnie oh, with all the toys, his final goodbye. And I wonder what's going through the minds of the kids while they're sitting there watching that scene while their parents are sitting on the couch, like, sobbing. sobbing. Yeah. Like, is that just a regular scene to kids? Are there, do they Possibly. even understand The kids probably the have the mentality that Bonnie does, because Bonnie is just sitting there just looking up like, oh, yeah, that's cool, yeah. Like, they're just watching the play <laughs> happening and being entertained by that. And Basically. Now this, now, this is Woody. He's a long-term friend of mine. He's the best friend you could ever have. Yeah. Like, His name is Mary. <laughs> you know, Bonnie's sitting there going, Woody? No, his name is Mr. Pickles. <laughs> that's how it should have gone. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if it how was it reality, no, that's how it should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about Toy Story yeah. 3, because Pixar knows how to make an emotional scene, unlike pretty yeah. much anybody else. The trash, the trash compactor the trash compactor. Like, I honestly, for a moment, I Oof. was wondering what was about to happen. Yeah. Like, wow, are they, they actually going to kill they these They set toys? it up it to was, where that could be it a possibility. Was heavy. Yeah. It was a lot of, uh, a lot of emotionally troubled people in the theater that day. Uh, during those, those that's couple why, of minutes. And see, that's why I wonder. I'm going to rant for a minute. Okay. Uh -oh. Buckle up. If a movie is going to have multiple parts, like I'm a big trilogy guy, movies should stop after the third one. And so yes. after Toy Story yeah. 3, which I was a little bit hesitant Depends. to see because I'm like, man, are they milking this? But three ended up being fantastic. But then... When they said four was coming, I was like, come on, because three ended like it wrapped it up. It's all done. Mm -hmm. And to bring Ray into the story and the new and, saga begins. And it was such an emotional <laughs> high, you know, um, I'm like, man, are they going to have to top that now in four? Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to look at your faces because I don't want to know. I've I'll not watch seen it, it either, by the I'll way. I'll watch it soon. Oh, you didn't? Nope, I haven't seen it either. Oh, I so I'm the only one who's seen it? Yeah, I work for a living. Oh. I work for a living too. What are you talking about? But uh, you know what it is because it's not about leave them wanting more. It's leave them until they won't open their wallets anymore. Yeah, that's why they keep. That's why they keep. You know doing what? It. Hey, that's why speaking we have the live of that, action remakes. let's transition to another topic because oh I want to talk about. Is this on your list? Yes. Okay. How Pixar has changed ever since Disney took over? Mm -hmm. Because I found out something interesting. I gotta put on my glasses so I can see. You're so old. One. Old man Brandon. Now, I remember John Lasseter saying years and years ago that mm. Pixar... Actually, two things about Pixar. They weren't a studio that was going to make a bunch of sequels. They did Which have they Toy did. Story 2. That was way at the beginning. But yeah. Um, up until Disney took over, that was the only sequel they had. And also, he he wanted to limit how many movies they put out because he was interested in a good quality product. And I think he was afraid if they tried to cram in too many movies a year, quality would go down. Having said that, seven of the eight sequels or prequels that Pixar has made are after the Disney merger. 
That Toy Story 2 is the only one that Pixar did on their own. Yeah, I mean, it took them 15 years before they actually did a a sequel. And like besides Toy Story 2. But we but we know we all three of us are in complete agreement that Disney is just a money making machine. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, they don't give two hoots about quality or storytelling or anything. And I, know I, I that think I think one of their toots is for quality storytelling. Just one toot. But the other toot is for money. Like I I mean I was never a, I think it used a to big be. fan of of necessarily who Walt Disney was. I know he was he was a hard working man who wanted to to make it big in what he was doing. Yeah. But I don't think he would approve of the way Disney's ju- literally it's no. just churn out as much money as you can. Mhm. Just make as much money as you can. Whatever garbage people yeah. will fork out money well, for, let's do it. It's basically what we were talking about with the Aladdin um, oh, episode. Yeah. Brandon, yeah, I hate that, that movie. I'm sorry I missed out on the, not giving no, my no, two cents. Okay. Yeah, the only reason it was made was to make money. Well, but that's what I'm saying is that Walt, when Walt was running the company back in the day, even up until I would say 15 years ago, maybe 10 years ago, Disney cared about its quality. It cared about giving you stories that had heart to it. It wasn't just about, let's just run that thing through the money machine. It was about having quality content. I mean, you can go, if any of you listeners are are Disney Plus subscribers, you can go on there and watch these old classics and see how... They put their time and effort and money and heart into each of these projects. Well, they, I mean, now it's just like, well, they still can. They can. The Mandalorian. But they don't. It's amazing. That's why I say, that's why I say one of their toots is they, there's still people in the company that want to make a good movie. Yeah. Here and there. But not the majority. I I completely agree with you. and, And there's, yeah. Remake after remake after, and I say yeah. live action in in inverted commas because it's more CGI yeah. than anything, which is not live. Especially when it's all CGI when they're all animals, like Lion King. It's just it's preposterous. You you saw Lion King, right? Yes, I got okay. free tickets to go and see it. You saw Take how that, Disney. You saw you saw how heartless that film was oh, yeah, right? it was it was complete it, it was, was almost scene for scene remake cold. and scene for scene worse than yeah. the original the but there only was... thing that was better than the original yeah. i thought was the extended um uh, hakuna matata song where they went through more of the yeah. the forest and more of the okay, animals got involved that's the only part but i'm I just saying was, like there it's better. like what you were talking about earlier their expressions mm-hmm. oh, in that yeah. film and and able to convey how they're feeling and everything yeah, there was no passion in the, whatsoever. The, the the cgi animals in that movie they were they were lifeless okay so here's something interesting that i saw um uh, a couple of months ago sorry for was... getting off topic again folks this is the topic. Oh, go ahead. It's Sorry. the new yeah. topic. You're the worst. Always getting off topic. It's never me. Um, never but no, did. I saw a, a video and it was from a uh, a wildlife show mm-hmm. where there was a lion surrounded by like 15 hyenas and the hyenas were, were nipping at it. Oh, yeah. And you knew that the, li- the lion was going down. There's uh-huh. no way the lion was going to, you know, it was, it was doing the whole thing where it's dragging its butt on the floor so they couldn't attack it from behind and, and, and it's going down and stuff and the music is swelling and dramatic and the narrator huh. is like you know 
it's it's last lines. You're like, oh my goodness, this lion's not going to make it. And spoiler then alert, sudden, by the way. Well, they don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, all of a sudden, the music changes to this triumphant thing that the camera pans up, and another lion's coming towards him. Oh, pans back, and the nice. the lion's sitting down, surrounded by hyenas, looks at him. Pans back, the lion's coming. He's you know got like hero pose yeah, coming on. Yeah, yeah. Goes to the hyenas, they look scared. Back to the lion, back to the other lion, back yeah. to the hyenas. They run away like that, and it's like the music crunch comes mm-hmm. to this crescendo of like hero thing, and they and they're like they're like they do that thing that, that the cats do when they kind of like you know like headbutt each other kind yeah, of you know it's yeah. like bro yeah. bro fist bump kind of thing. Yeah, and I'm like, that's live action, yeah, full of drama, yeah, no CGI, just yeah. editing. Way better than way better the Lion than the King. whole yeah. Lion King movie because I was in that like five minute clip, I was uh-huh. like. Dude, that lion's going down. Yeah. Oh man, that poor lion is all alone. And then I'm like, boom! And the it's, hero. It subverted your expectations. It's, but it, but it was just so well done, and yeah. it was it, it was a documentary. I'm like, how can you spend millions of dollars making a, a CGI billion, probably CGI fake movie yeah. with, with no feeling, and yet a five minute thing without any CGI whatsoever was done perfectly. And it's done mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Perfectly. That just shows you. Yeah. So, well, good. It's a good discussion. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So. Oh, <laughs> we were waiting on you. We we're like, yeah. What, yeah, Brandon. Next? What else have you got? What else have you got up your sleeve? That's it. Oh, okay. That'll be it for this Pixar discussion. Uh, I feel like I want to do another one in the future on Coco, sure. just because. I feel the need, need to, to talk more about what I didn't like about it, and I really want to hear both of you like try to change my mind. What we should do is watch it all together, and then discuss it. Yeah. Can we, um, we should not say this often. We need to do a talk about the main Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's sure. one of the best movies. We're gonna like I, like I told you, David, the... Um, it's coming up on its 21st anniversary on the 31st. I remember seeing it. So we should yeah, definitely... you need to plan for once you're... At the end of the town, month. That's the next episode. Yeah, we'll talk about it. For now, peace out, homies. So thanks a lot for listening. And uh, as always, please find us, the Film Twits Podcast, on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. I don't know I say or. And all three and uh, give us a like and a follow and uh, we'll be uh, talking to you soon on the next episode peace out you stay classy San Diego bye everybody bye bye